Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In hour number one, we talked to Justin Mason about Max Scherzer and some of the elite players in fantasy sports. Fantasy's future could be first-round pick and first pick overall Adley Rutschman, who the Baltimore Orioles selected about a week ago. A little bit later in hour number two of our show, we'll hear from the man who drafted him the executive vice president and general manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Mike Elias will be on this hour of the show as hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit down the Nelson Cruz, uh, speaking of guys that just qualify at utility, uh, five home runs in June. I mean, he barely played in May, and he already has 12 home runs on the season. I have him in a league, believe it or not, that I missed out on like two or three of those home runs. I had him on the injured list, didn't activate him, wasn't really sure what he was going to be. Man, that was a mistake. He's been great. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you. If you're listening live on FantasySportsNetwork.com, appreciate it. At FNTSY Radio is the app that we have where you can access all of my shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. After the shows are over, we upload all of the audio to audioboom.com, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you hear a podcast, including Apple or Android. I subscribe to my own show, so therefore, I know that it comes to me every single day. That's a pretty cool feeling. Having your own show sent right to you, you can do that if you own uh, a smartphone. You don't get any better than that. And so that's what the world is coming to on demand. And that's how you can listen to as we, in the first hour, you know, tend to go back a little, look at last night, and also move forward into the schedule this weekend. One of the things that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show are some streaming options in fantasy that you could potentially get on this weekend in both DFS and season-long leagues. And I know a lot of you ask questions to me on Twitter. That's perfectly fine. At Craig Mish, I'll answer you there on social media. Another one of my entities is a podcast that I have called Swings and Mishes. You may want to check that out as well. Yesterday, I had an opportunity to speak to the Vice President of Player Development and Scouting of the Marlins, Gary Denbo, the first interview that he had done, I believe, pretty much here since he's, he's come to South Florida, a rare interview was able to uh, capture that, and we put that on our site. You can subscribe to that one as well. Uh, we talked about Cruz, Otani, Blackman in the first hour. Caven Biggio, go back, hit rewind. You can listen on demand if you want to hear that over again. Uh, the injuries I wanted to touch on here very quickly at the beginning of this show. Casey Mize left yesterday's game, his minor league game, with a shoulder injury. I could make the case he's the best pitcher in all of minor league baseball. For the Detroit Tigers, there was some thought that maybe he could make his debut in September. I think we have to slow down on that. And I know for those of you who are in keeper leagues, that's not the news that you wanted to hear. So let us hope for the best there. The lack of pitching in baseball is already 
awful. The uh, last thing we could afford to lose is the top pitching prospect in the uh, in the game. Let me update you on the two Yankee sluggers. We've got some updates coming in this afternoon on them. Aaron Judge has the oblique injury. He'll have a rehab assignment starting tonight at AAA Scranton. And so you would guess you'll see him back in your lineup next week. If you have to make that decision on Sunday, my guess would be go online and check some of the updates as to how he's doing in those games, make sure there is no setback. But if there is none, I can't imagine you sitting a judge on the bench next week. If he plays Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you got to get him back in there. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton went four for seven in uh, in single-A Tampa in, uh, in in his rehab assignment. So now he will go to triple-A and join Aaron Judge there. Wow, that's that's got to be a fun weekend if you're in Scranton. Uh, you'll have an opportunity to check out the office and also see the two Yankees, right? That's where the Dunder Mifflin was with Scranton. So the thing with Stanton is that what we've proven is that when he's on the field, he's almost a lock for 40 to 50 home runs, really. The key is is that the injuries have just been catching up to him, and and I think he played last year hurt too. If I had both players, Stanton and Judge, and I had to take the the chance going into next week, I'd activate Judge. I'd wait on Stanton. He's already had too many setbacks, and if I can't make moves during the week in any season-long league that I'm playing in, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to uh, – I'm not going to activate him. I'm going to do that. Uh, by the way, a couple of other uh, just kind of smaller notes from the minor leagues as well. Keston Hura, who – I thought would have had a chance to at least be in the conversation in terms of fantasy for like our fantasy, maybe not rookie of the year, but in that, you know, that, that circle and Pete Alonzo's going to be the rookie of the year for sure. But Keston here hit two home, two more home runs in the minor leagues. I don't know what he is doing down there except for maybe the service time game. I'm not sure. He has 15 home runs in 45 games at triple a, and he's batting 331 down there. No reason for him to be in the minors, but there he is. I hope he gets the call. Another player you want to keep an eye on is second base prospect for the Washington Nationals, Luis Garcia. I've had a chance to see him play in Palm Beach in spring training. He's only 19 years old, but I think that he is someone to keep an eye on in basically every circle. Brian Dozier remembers on a one-year deal with, uh, with the Nationals. There's a chance that this kid could make the team out of spring training. Also, the Marlins placed uh, infielder Martin Prado on the 10-day injured list. He was not even, I don't even think, an option in an NL-only league at this point. His career could be over. Uh, They'll call up this kid, uh, Yadiel Rivera, but you're not going to... I know a lot of people hang on every Marlins word I say, but he's not somebody that you want to add in a fantasy league. And then, of course, uh, you know, back to the Raptors and and Golden State Warriors we go. I know that's like the, the hot topic in sports today, but since this is a fantasy show, I tend to focus more on fantasy. But it is worth mentioning, of course, that for those of you who do play fantasy basketball, and I know that that's not a primary fantasy sport for some people, although I don't really understand why, because it is fun. But regardless of which, Clay Thompson looks like he's going to miss the entire season or close to it next year. And Kevin Durant, as we know, got hurt in the previous game. But congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Congratulations to uh, Canada. Always great to to get a win like that in a well-deserved championship with all the struggles they've had previously. And now we'll just have to see what Kawhi Leonard decides to do. I'm assuming he'll stay in Toronto, but you never know. And that is kind of how we start off the show today. Coming up next, 
We will have more fantasy baseball discussion, including our You Make the Call segment, what we talk about, you guys decided. And our producer, Chris Mavona, will tell us what you've decided coming up next. This is Fantasy Sports Today. I am Craig Mish here with you until 2 o'clock. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 961 961 All right, welcome back. Craig Mish back with you here on Fantasy Sports Today. And we'll be here until 2 o'clock on the East, but I assume a lot of you are listening on demand. At least that's what I'm getting for the most part. People are telling me they're listening after the show because they're working or doing whatever they're doing, and that's perfectly fine. I appreciate Everybody and anyone that, of course, is listening, and you really should stay tuned coming up in a little bit over 10 minutes from now because we're going to bring in the general manager and executive vice president of the Baltimore Orioles, Mike Elias, 
I assume that we will continue to bring in the people who are making fantasy decisions so we can get sort of some help on that as well and talk some reality. So stay tuned for that. But as you know, the fun part about what I choose to do on this show is give you the opportunity to vote and decide what you want me to talk about here on the show. And so uh, Chris Bavona, let's bring Chris back for the second time today here on the show. This is this uh, Chris did did uh, three up, three down. Hopefully we'll be able to put that uh, up on demand for you. So the, between that and Justin <laughs> Mason and Mike Elias, we got three good, solid segments here on the show today. That's I think we did a three, good job today. Yeah, three more than we had yesterday. So that's uh, we're always we're always uh, we're always advanced of things. Okay, so uh, what do we got today in terms of you make the call? I'll set it up. You tell me the votes. Here, here's you guys voted. Uh, here are the choices for fantasy sports today for this segment. You had a choice of A, me talking about the Marlins rotation, B, talking about the upside-down Burger King Whoppers that are going to come out when Netflix decides to release their third season of Stranger Things, and then choice C was Bad Father's Day gifts, which I I just threw on there because I really didn't want to talk about it, but I was hoping that wouldn't play out, and and the question is, didn't. So do we have a a concise winner? I know we did not have a winner last time. We very do. We very much do. 67% want to talk about the Marlins rotation. Okay. This one actually upsets me because I'm, I am love Stranger Things. But it's okay. Well, did you stream both seasons of it? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah, I, I watched them too. I watched them too. I, I, did, you, did you like the first season better than the second? You know, I liked it better than the first season, but that's not to say that I didn't love the second season. I did love it. Okay. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a fantastic show. It is good. I didn't. You know, you really. You see a lot of movies and stream a lot of things. I noticed. Yeah, I. I grew up. My family were all like big time movie and uh, and and media buffs. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen. Fair enough. Okay. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the Marlins rotation. And for those of you who follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish then you know that I cover the team pretty much on a regular basis. If they play seven games in a homestand or six games in a homestand, I'm at three or four, and I report on them. I have a podcast on them. I have a website on them. And so naturally I think what's happened is the fantasy community and the and the people who play fantasy think that I know everything as to what's going on. Now, that is not the case. I don't know everything. But I would say I probably know more than anybody else. <laughs> so hopefully that's a fair assessment of my coverage of them. Okay, so starting off the season, Miami had was the by the way, Miami was the only team as of a week ago to have all five of their starters through the first week of June and use no one else. Now that changed quickly, but let's kind of explain how we got here. The Marlins Miami started off the season with Arania as their number one starter. And he started opening day for them. Then Pablo Lopez, uh, Trevor Richards, Sandy Alcantara, and Caleb Smith. The best pitcher in their rotation through almost two months was Caleb Smith. And then he went on the injured list. Jose Urania had made seven consecutive quality starts in a row. He got beat up his last time out against the Braves. And then he went on the injured list. So Miami still has Alcantara, who has been... A little bit inconsistent, but has shown arguably the most promise of all the pitchers in the rotation. 
Uh, Trevor Richards, who's been their most consistent pitcher but can't buy a win because the team doesn't score runs for him. And Pablo Lopez, who for some reason in two starts this season gave up seven runs or ten runs and has been really good the rest of the way. So they do have a young, growing pitching staff, but the issue is always going to be scoring runs for that team. Now here is kind of how they pivoted once they lost Caleb Smith and once they lost Jose Ureña. With Caleb Smith, they called up this kid Eliezer Hernandez, who they had to have on their roster all of last year because he was a Rule 5 draft pick from the Houston Astros. They used him in the bullpen. He was okay. But in the minors this year, he was much better. They called him up, and he had a pretty good start against St. Louis. He's going to face them again on Monday. I would guess that would be his second and final start because Caleb Smith is eligible to come off the injured list, and I think he will come back next weekend. The question is, is for most people who are asking, is why did Miami call up Jordan Yamamoto from A? put him in the rotation and not call up their AAA star, Zach Gallen, who's arguably been the best pitcher in all of the minor leagues this year. Well, Gallen was, had just pitched two days prior, and so they were caught off guard with Arania being hurt. They met and decided that rather than using an opener and going to a bullpen day, they'd call up this kid, Yamamoto, who was in the Christian Yelich trade, and let him make one start. Well, he did. He threw seven shutout innings. And I believe that because of that, he'll get a second start again against the St. Louis Cardinals. But that game, of course, will be in St. Louis coming up next week. So as of now, it would appear as though because of the performances and injury status of all of the pitchers that Gallon stays in the minor leagues and the five guys that are in the rotation stay in the rotation unless there is a serious injury to one of those pitchers. Gallon is not on the 40-man roster, and that's getting a little bit deeper into the conversation. But essentially what that means is that someone else would have to go off the 40-man roster, and that would be a player left unprotected that anybody could pick up. And Miami at this point is unwilling to do that. So I would expect you'll see him sometime in July or August. I know most of you in fantasy leagues have asked me, should I hang on to him? The answer is yes. Also keep in mind that both Pablo Lopez and I think even Sandy Alcantara at some point uh, will be shut down from pitching this year, whether that comes in August or September. But these innings are going to be managed, and at some point someone else is going to have to make starts for them. Whether or not that's Gallon, I'm not sure because of, of, uh, of him being very young. They certainly could shut him down as well. But uh, that kind of summarizes the Marlins rotation, for those of you who wanted me to talk about it here on the show. Um, do want to spend here uh, a minute and kind of go through what some of the other options are in terms of starting pitching going on this weekend. There are some streaming options that I want you to look at, and I've I've come up with a few names, and I'll give them to you. Andrew Heaney starts tonight at uh, St. Pete, Tampa Bay. 28 strikeouts in 16 innings pitched, and his issue so far this season has been home runs. He's given up six of them. Now, you can't predict that changing, especially based on the amount of home runs that are being hit this year, but Heaney's strikeout to innings rate is off the charts incredible, and in, if he could just get a few more swings and misses, I think that we could be looking at some elite stuff here. The Rays do have the potential to hit homers. Let's not kid ourselves here, but they do at times go into funks on offense. We've seen that this week. 
So Heaney would be the one guy I would take a shot on tonight. Sean Newcomb of the Atlanta Braves starts tomorrow against Philadelphia. They're putting him back into the rotation. He has been great out of the pen. And he's also been phenomenal in May and June in terms of earned run average. ZRA for the last two months under 1.50. Dangerous lineup for Philadelphia for sure, although a couple of their big hitters are left-handed. So Newcomb would be my streaming option for Saturday against Philadelphia. And Sunday, boy, I, I think we got to give this kid Peter Lambert a third start. It's scary because it's another course field start, but the Padres are not playing well. They've lost five games in a row. And Lambert's ERA is 1.50 on the season. He's looked really good. And if the Padres aren't going to hit, I think that you got to take a shot on Sunday at Coors Field. So Heaney, Newcomb, and Lambert, good streaming options for me this weekend. Let me know at Craig Mish if you end up using any of them. Then naturally you can blame me when I end up getting it wrong. Coming up next, we'll hear from the Executive Vice President and General Manager, Mike Elias of the Baltimore Orioles. That's exclusive to FNTSY, and it's next right here on the show. Don't go away. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 Rain dance! 
make it rain. This used to be wake me up when it's LeBron versus the Warriors, but right. now you got 30 teams in the NBA, whether you're in the East or now with these injuries in the West, you legitimately believe you got a shot at this moving forward. With all the free agents out there, the draft on the precipice, I think a lot of teams are like, wow, the door is ajar. Let's see what we can do. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back, Craig Mish here on FNTSY, and we are pleased to bring in the executive vice president and general manager of the Baltimore Orioles. Just got done having the number one overall pick in the draft. Mike Elias is with us here on the show. Mike, great catching up with you as always. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Sure, guys. How's it going? Oh, doing very well. Uh, Mike, well, first of all, congratulations. You just got done with your draft, and I know that was certainly a very exciting time for you and the organization. Was it as exhilarating as it was to be at the forefront of that? I know you've been doing it for many years with Houston. How was it doing it with Baltimore? Saw some video. It looked pretty fun. Well, yeah, it's always a fun day. I mean, getting all the, uh, the scouting department in one room and not only making our selections, but kind of seeing where all the players go that we've been following for a year and, and you know, kind of watching the other scouts and trying to take a guess for which teams are on which players. So it's fun to see all that unfold. But it's a lot of work for us, and it's kind of a stressful, suspenseful day, but um, we think it went well. Well, let, let's start off with the first overall pick and, and getting a talent like Adley Rutschman, who I think was the consensus number one overall pick for about six months. And certainly I know, Mike, that his defense is as good as any catcher that's ever come out of college, and I know that the offense has been there as well. So was it an easy selection for you taking him? And at what point did you know, hey, this is the kid that we want to lead this franchise? Well, you know, it wasn't that easy because we had a bunch of good choices this year. I mean, really, we, we all the players that end up going in the top four, we considered very heavily. And, you know, you had a um, really good young shortstop in Bobby Witt and then a um, historical uh, college slugger with Vaughn and then Blade, JJ Blade, who ended up having a really breakout year with the bat and, and hit 25, 26 homers in the SEC. So it wasn't an easy decision from that respect, just because we had so many good choices. Um, and with Adley, you know, um, catching is a, a physically demanding position. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about whether, you know, you want to just the first round pick in general on a catcher can be a little riskier than otherwise, just because of the rigors of the position physically. But for us, it really came down to his bat um, switch hitting power plus hit from both sides and the makeup. And then the catching was really an icing on the cake thing. So um, once we kind of settled in on him as our favorite bat in the draft, it became pretty simple. Mike Elias is with us, executive vice president, general manager of the Orioles as a new day has dawned in Baltimore, certainly headed in the right direction. No question about that. I'm very excited to see what the future will hold there. Uh, before we get into some of the big league roster and the minor league system, the second round pick, the kid that you chose, Gunnar Henderson, was somebody, of course, I was covering the draft here locally in Miami and thought that uh, the Marlins would potentially uh, go for a kid like that. I was shocked to see him fall to you. And then naturally, Mike, it did not surprise me to look up and see that you selected him. So can we talk a little bit about that choice as well? Yeah, he was... Uh our best talent on the board at that point uh, by a lot. And, um, you know, certainly we're going to try to sign him. He has a very uh, good college commitment to Auburn um, where his brother plays. 
Um, so, you know, we're, we're, you know, it's going to, we'll, we'll see what happens, but we're hoping we can sign him. He's a, a very big, but also very athletic kid, six, three, but runs above average was an all state basketball player. Um, has a chance to stay at shortstop despite his size, but if he continues to fill out, it's going to be an easy slide to, to third base for him. He's got a really good arm, and it's a left-handed bat with power that should profile at third base You know, if that ends up happening. So definitely an exciting uh, young kid with some upside, somebody that you know scouts have been following all year on the circuit, so we've got a lot of history with him. Yeah, I've heard a lot about him. Uh, Mike, before we close out on the draft, any other player that you took in, in let's say, the uh, first or second day that uh, folks should be aware of that you were really high on that you got, that you, you jumped up and down when he was still on the board when you took him? Well, we like uh, Kyle Stowers, who, whom we uh, took in the um, at the end of the first day um, from Stanford. Um, and he's a really good outfielder, big kid, like six foot five, but athletic, can move around play all three outfield positions um, and power and hit and just kind of a fun, energetic player who's had a really good career there. And in general, we took a lot of uh, college position players and guys that can uh, play defensively demanding positions, which we think is a nice fit for our organization. We've got some good young pitching, but wanted to inject some position player talent. And I think we were able to do that. Mike Elias is with us. Uh, let's hit on the big league club here for a minute. A couple of players that a lot of my listeners are certainly familiar with and having really good seasons. And I'm wondering if you thought this was coming. Uh, two players, Mike, that really have jumped on the scene on the big league side. John Means, your pitcher. Honestly, Mike, did not know a lot about him going into the year. Did not know much about him. He has been fantastic for you on the mound. And then where did this power come from with Renato Nunez? 16 home runs. I mean, these are two players that I think in our circles, especially in February and March, were really under the radar. They've had good years for you. Yeah, I mean, means I, I, I'd be lying if I said we weren't pleasantly surprised uh, by what he's been doing. You know, there was a velocity uptick this spring. Um, he's a really big guy. He works really hard. He's in really good shape. And I think it's just coming together for him physically and delivery-wise this year. Um, he's got a really good change-up. He, he trusts it and commands it so well. And it's a really unique kind of change-up. It's got this late, hard uh, fade to it. Um, and it's just it's really hard to pick up. And uh, his breaking balls have been coming along. He's got a, a curveball and a slider now, and the guy really competes and throws strikes. And I think the production is real. And, you know, he's a big, durable left-handed starting pitcher. So I think he's got a very bright future. And then, uh, you know, Nudez is the guy that's always had power. He was a, a bonus baby out of Venezuela many years ago. Um, and um, he, he's got big exit velocities, really top-end exit velocities when he gets gets into a ball and you know he's only 25 years old and he's starting to get consistent big league at bats and we're we're seeing it convert to games mike elias is with us he is the executive vice president and general manager of the baltimore orioles uh mike one of the questions that i get quite a bit now certainly as you can imagine i'm sure you're getting them as well is about ryan mountcastle your arguably your number one prospect as of right now in the minor leagues until you get adley signed clearly uh, could we see Ryan at some point this year in the major leagues? Do you think that's a possibility? June, July, August? What do I tell my listeners on him? Well, it's certainly a possibility. Um, I think the thing I would say with him, though, is that he's really young. Uh, he's only 22. He's one of the youngest players in the International League, and he hasn't spent much time in AAA. So while he's off to a great start, and that's great, we're not surprised by it because he can really hit. Um, you know, we don't want to 
jump to too many conclusions when somebody's only kind of gone through the league once. You know, we, there are a lot of veteran pitchers in AAA, and sometimes seeing some of those guys are repeat time uh, when they start to um, maybe figure you out a little bit. It, it's a good test for a young hitter. So we're not in any rush with him. Uh, we don't want to do anything to shortchange his development. He's also learning some different positions. So while he has been playing mostly third base, we want him to get more comfortable at first and possibly even in left field here pretty soon. Um, so there's still a lot of work for him to be done, but he's definitely somebody to be excited about. Yeah, for sure. And, and I know that the listeners and, and people who message me are asking me about him all the time. Uh, Mike, so naturally at this time of the year, after you get past Memorial Day, clubs start to look at who they are. And at this point, we kind of know where the Orioles are in the system, but certainly you have a couple of even very nice young players that could potentially be with you or be somewhere else in the future. Trey Mancini had the really good year two years ago. I don't know what happened last year, but he is right back where he was again this year. And I'm obviously seeing comments and things that, that you have said and some speculation that there could be players moved potentially by you guys come the trade deadline. So uh, this is your first trade deadline coming up here pretty soon as the top guy in Baltimore. So how, how kind of are you approaching this going into that? Well, I, we'll just see what happens. I mean, you know, it, you look, we're not uh, in the playoff race this year. Um, so we're going to be looking um, to pick up some future value where we can. And, you know, certainly the players that we have that are on or near expiring contracts, I mean, that's a little bit of an easier decision and conversation. But we've got to consider anyone who's in our major league roster right now if the right deal comes along. And, you know, we don't want to lose some of these guys. And some of these guys are under control for a while. But um, we do have a policy this year that we're going to be listening on on anything so um we'll just have to see how it goes i mean if it's not the right trade for us we're not gonna pressure ourselves to do anything um but i i think that we have some players that that contenders are going to want and there's going to be a lot of interest in and i i you know doubt that we uh do nothing so we'll just have to see how it goes and um you know wait and see what calls come in yeah well mike listen i'm so excited for uh, to see you in the position that you have and see your draft, and, and I know that in a few years, sooner than later, the Orioles are going to be right back on top with your leadership. Congratulations on completing the draft. I look forward to see some of the signings, and uh, thank you as always for coming on my shows. Really appreciate it, and best of luck. We'll catch up again soon, okay? Thanks, Craig. Later. Appreciate it. Mike Elias with us here on FNTSY. We'll take a quick timeout. Be right back after this. All right, well, instead of taking a timeout, let's uh, tell you what's coming up a little bit later in the show. We've got our exit velocity segment in about 15 minutes from now. And coming up next, uh, after the break, I want to go through what the Orioles have in terms of assets and fantasy moving forward. I, you know, I, I think that they'll probably make some trades, but I can't say that I'm, I'm sitting and looking at, let's say, you know, 15 or 20 players that they're going to move and they're going to make, uh, you know, real good, <laughs> real get great return on. But if they decide to move Trey Mancini, that's the one player that I want to focus on. When we come back, I want to talk about him and what he's done for the Orioles this year. Would they trade Renato Nunez? Would they trade some of those other players that Mike was talking about? I'm not sure. But as he said, they're open for business and the Orioles could be one of the teams, the Orioles, the Tigers, the Royals, the Marlins. Uh, yeah, you know, there are, there are teams that are just not competing, and they know. And so in fantasy, we could be seeing players switch leagues, switch teams. And that's what we try to get ahead of here on the show. That's why we bring on the people who make those decisions. 
like the executive vice president of the Baltimore Orioles, exclusively here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up next, more Orioles discussion. Also, as promised, we had to end the week with the Chris Pavona song. At some point, we knew we were going to do it. I think today is the day to do it. It's the day to break it out. My Bavona. That's coming up next here. Craig Mish on Fantasy Sports Today. And we'll be right back with more after this. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back in shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH321321. Get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference, too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. Thanks again to Mike Elias for coming on the show. We're going to post that interview on FantasySportsNetwork.com. We'll post some of the audio on social media, on Twitter. 
I will retweet it so you guys can hear it. And uh, next week we'll have some more fun guests. We'll do this all over again. I can't wait for next week already. But it is the weekend. There's like a pep in everyone's step, I'm sure. I know that there are a lot of people who are hockey fans and basketball fans, and they're going to miss it. But this is it. It is now baseball or nothing until football starts. So that's what we will cover here. And uh, as we get to July and August, we can switch over to some other things. But it is uh, it's all systems go for baseball season now we're going to do a little bit of a it's friday so we get a little wacky on fridays we're going to do a little fun segment coming up here in uh, in in a few minutes but before we do that let's do a little bit of a deeper dive as to if you own any of these players in a season-long league on the orioles oh i know part of the discussion you may want to consider trading because they may get moved so they don't have a million options, okay? So let's kind of be clear on that. Chris Davis, they'll never be able to move. Beyond him, Renato Nunez, 16 home runs. I think that he's probably overachieved. I don't know that they would get a ton of value back for him, so I can't really see that. Somebody who I liked a lot going into the season and I wonder if they end up hanging on to him. I hope they do for my sake. He's dropped off a little bit. Jonathan VR, who's on pace for a 15 home run, 25 stolen base season. <laughs> Excuse me, I think. 31% on base ain't going to cut it, but good enough to be an extra guy on another club. And I would wonder if they would seek an alternative for VR. I hope not. I hope he stays and stays in that lineup. He's He's been good enough for me. Orioles also have Pedro Severino. I don't know where this came out of. Pedro Severino in 38 games this season has arguably been one of the American League's best offensive catchers. How does this guy have eight home runs? I know he has three home runs in one game, but he's also walking. 14 walks and 115 at-bats on base percentage of 35%. But their pseudo-catcher of the future, who I saw in the Futures game here in Miami play a few years ago, Chance Sisko is getting another opportunity to play, and so far he's been okay. Two home runs, five runs driven in, 273 batting average, and 40% on base. That's cutting it. Clearly Baltimore's best hitter is Trey Mancini. 14 home runs, 18 doubles, an OPS of 909. He's all a base, too. And and I would think that there would be a ton of teams that would be interested in somebody like him. Now, the question always becomes, if you own players in 12 and 15 team leagues, and even AL onlys or, or NL onlys, do you get proactive and move players before they get traded? Now, in the case of Mancini, I would assume that no matter where he would go, he'd get an opportunity to play every day. But if I'm Baltimore and I'm Mike Elias, i got to think this through here a little bit. He signed through the end of this year, arbitration eligible in 2020 for the first time. How much money would that mean to that franchise? Well, let's say hypothetically he gets between a million and two. He's not a free agent until 2023. I would guess they'd be asking for a ton back in return, and even in a rebuild like Baltimore is doing, they, you got to have some players around to bring fans to the stands. You can't go into a season 
and just have you know, virtually nothing. The, the major league franchise, no matter what they're doing at the minor league level, has to have a core group of about two or three guys that when you're putting up posters and when you're sending and, and you have these silly schedule magnets and you're sending emails for people to renew that you have some sort of face that you could put on there of a player that's going to be on your team next year. And if they were to trade Mancini, then all they have really is what? Dwight Smith Jr.? I mean, clearly they're going to have Adley Rutschman, their first pick overall on there in a couple years, but that's not for next year. And Baltimore fans are pretty passionate about their baseball. Beautiful ballpark, a historic franchise. you got to really think it through before you're going to make a deal like that. So I'm going to probably say that he's not moved and you're safe in any league either hanging on to him or trading him with basically getting the same thing if that ends up happening. That certainly wouldn't be the case for a guy like Michael Givens who could fit in as someone's sixth or seventh inning guy on a postseason team. If they move their catcher, Severino, he's a backup catcher wherever he goes. And that's just kind of the deal. The Orioles didn't win 50 games last year, you know? Like, they were they were the worst team in baseball. It looks like, again, they're going to end up getting the number one pick again. But this was the model that the Houston Astros used for four years, and now you have the vice president of the team who comes from the Astros organization, they're going to end up doing the same thing. No big surprise to me. This is the right way to do it. In fact, people forget this, and I know it's 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 kind of dumbing down the conversation, but when you have the first pick overall in the draft, you get the first pick overall in the second round too. It's just like your fantasy draft. Imagine you're doing a fantasy football draft or a 12-team baseball draft, and they asked you what pick you wanted. Well, you have to think about it a little bit, usually, because you know if you have the first pick, they do it in a snake draft. So you have the first pick in the first round, and then you got to wait until the third round to have the first pick again. Well, come on, man. Now you understand why some of these teams, they don't want to say they're tanking, but they're just not trying hard enough to win because it gives them the opportunity in the second round to have the first pick overall again. That's not to mention some of the compensatory picks that they get, they get too. A little bit of a deeper dive, I think, into the reality of baseball, but it just gives you a better understanding as to how things work. So who are the main targets from that team? Honestly, there aren't a lot. Givens will end up with someone. Severino could end up somewhere else. Would they consider moving John Means, their best pitcher so far? I mean, Elias did say in that interview that they were surprised how well he's pitched. Maybe he'll sell high in that situation. Not a ton of value, but a lot of players that they certainly have that that could fit an extra role in uh, in Major League Baseball. So that wraps up our Orioles conversation. And again, we will not spend hours on the Baltimore Orioles here on this show, but want to, in fairness, put a bow on an interview uh, for somebody who I like very much and Mike Elias. And thank you uh, to Mike for coming on the show. Okay, Chris, now getting back to our Fantasy Fun Friday theme as we have here on the show, where we get a little wild and a little wacky on Friday. I think it is finally time to uh, break out the theme song for you of, uh, of uh, my, Bo- of, okay, of my Bavona. So here, so now let, let me kind of give you a little summary here. Is that uh, Chris, of course, goes back to the old days of when the Roto experts were over on uh, Sirius XM, which is where I was, as you guys know, for many, many years. 
and uh, and they used to call him what? My uh, Sharona Bavona. What was it? What was the nickname they used to call you? I it forget. My Sharona Bavona. My Sharona Bavona. Okay. And so a few days ago, here on our show, one of our first shows, we had our "You Make the Call" with the opportunity for those of you to vote to hear a pre-produced song that uh, that that Chris put together, which basically highlights his editing ability and somewhat singing ability on uh, My Sharona. Now, My Sharona, for those of you who are younger, and I get it because if you're listening on demand and you're listening on an app, in all likelihood, you may not know this song, but it is a popular one from the 80s. It was a group called The Knack. They sang the song, and to show you how old I am, I actually have the record somewhere as I look at my record collection here in my home office. It is somewhere, and it was a very popular song. So here it is, My Bavona by Chris Bavona. We'll let this thing play, and then we'll be right back. Bavona. 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 All right, so there you go. There it is. My Bavona. I think we can make that like a Friday thing. I think what we could do is 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 find a song every week for you, Chris, to throw in throw in your name there somewhere and and uh, and make that work. I think we could do that. I, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be much tougher to find something that is not my Sharona. But I'm sure. Give me give me some give me the weekend, and I think I could find at least. All right, we'll work on four it. songs. We'll we'll work on it. We could do that. Yeah, we could work on it. Thank you for putting that together. By the yeah, way, yeah, it was fun. At, at my request, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so uh, yeah, so hopefully you're still listening. If not, I'm sorry. You know, we went off the off the rails there a little bit. Uh, let's let's kind of take a look at the night slate. We got uh, they moved the Mets Cardinals game up an hour because they have to play the uh, suspended game. I, they suspended a game very rare, four to four last night. And so the only lineups that we have, uh, let me see. Oh, I have a Pirates lineup here in two. So let me kind of go through th- for those of you who are playing DFS. Uh, you're, you're playing perhaps with DailyRoto.com with the great people they have over there with Drew Dinkmeyer and uh, Mike Leone, Ricky Sanders. They do a great job. Let me give you the, the lineups, and then you can make your choices over at FanDuel as to what you want to pick tonight. Um, okay, Matt Carpenter leads off for the Cardinals, playing third. We've got DeYoung batting second, Goldschmidt third, Ozuna fourth, Jose Ramirez fifth, Yachty sixth, Colton Wong seventh, Harrison Bader eighth, Jack Flaherty ninth. I need a good game from Flaherty tonight. Can I get a good game from Flaherty? Man, I thought this guy was going to be a Cy Young Award candidate. Jeff McNeil leads off for the Mets. He's been awesome, awesome for me too. 
Michael Conforto, Pete Alonso, Dominic Smith playing left. Todd Frazier, Wilson Ramos, Ahmed Rosario in a head-to-head league. I need some steals tonight from Ahmed. Can you help me with like one or two? And Carlos Gonzalez will play center. Jacob Degrom is the pitcher. That that are the those are the lineups tonight for the six ten Eastern start between the Cardinals and Mets. Pittsburgh actually has a lineup in early. Okay, we have Kevin Newman, Brian Reynolds, Starling Marte, Josh Bell, Colin Moran at third, Corey Dickerson in left. Elias Diaz behind the plate, Adam Frazier, and Stephen Brault. So certainly I am very interested in seeing uh, Corey Dickerson get back into games and play well because at the very least he has looked nothing like the guy that I thought that he would look like. Now he's been gone for a while, almost two months, and he's only gotten three hits since he's come back, no home runs. Um, He hasn't walked either. So not the best sign for him and not the best matchup for him tonight, too, against Trevor Richards of the Miami Marlins. But needless to say, only two lineups in. So that's all we can give you here on the show. But what we can do is coming up next, give you a little dose of exit velocity as we send it over to the weekend. And believe it or not, this show was so good today. They're going to play it back again for you coming up at two o'clock Eastern. Wow. What an honor. I'm Craig Bish. This is FNTSY Fantasy Sports Today. We'll be back with a final segment and some exit velocity taking you into the weekend. Don't go away. Now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source comps or total visits. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost 
almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It's changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish with you. Chris Pavone is all excited. My producer, he gets to go home for the weekend. I don't bother him for at least 24 hours. But you know that's coming. And Chris, we got to get those uh, audio clips up. You know me, right? Got to get the audio clips up after the show. Yep, got to get those up. And then uh, we'll send it off for the weekend. And then, of course, we'll be back here on Monday at noon Eastern. We're uh, already working on some fun new guests for the show, so we'll definitely have that for you as well. And for those of you who follow me on Twitter, at Craig Mish, make sure you continue to follow me there for all the breaking news, baseball updates, both fantasy and reality. And this weekend, if you need any questions answered, you certainly can answer me there. But before we go, as we always do on a Friday, we do one final segment. It is the super hot take of the day which isn't very hot at all, and we call it Exit Velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Exit Velocity. Nice Velocity. All right, here we go, our final Exit Velocity of the week. So here, let me let me give you the hot take. Here's the hot take. I know this is going to be, like, I go, I go colder and colder on the hot takes. I was never meant for one of those talking head shows where they just yell at each other back and back and back and forth. I'll do it every once in a while, but man, every day I'm just yelling and yelling and yelling and you're right, you're wrong, no, yes. It's like a reality show, which are fine, by the way. Father's Day is Sunday. Let me be very clear. For those of you who are blessed enough to have great parents like I do, have a father who is still alive and those of you who still have parents that are alive make sure you reach out to your dad and wish him a happy father's day do the right thing at the very least say hello make a call be good to your parents because they were good to you if you can't see them i understand everyone has their things in life but reach out at least on this once a year deal to say thanks and i'm blessed enough to be a father and uh, have two children myself who are awesome to me, and I'm awesome to them, so I can't wait for this Sunday. So for those of you who are listening to this show, happy Father's Day. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks again to Mike Elias. Thanks again to Justin Mason and my producer, Chris Mavona. I am Craig Mish. Hope you guys have a great week. Great weekend. I will talk to you again on Monday at noon right here on FSTSY. See ya.